Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Good morning. So many local stories that are also national stories. And we'll get to all of it, whether it's President Joe Biden, the local homes in Delaware being searched, and the latest brewing out of that. And then Hunter Biden, the pivot that he's making with a new legal strategy, and finally, finally admitting, yeah, it was my laptop. I guess he gets away with saying that, even though remember, remember when it was uh, implied that it was never even his laptop. So we'll get to that as well. A disturbing story, a New Jersey councilwoman, 30 years young, Eunice Dwomfor, gunned down outside her home late yesterday, um, apparently targeted as she was in her vehicle, crashing her car. And the latest is that she was in a white Nissan SUV and a lot of concern about this. Uh, she was a Republican councilwoman, uh, the mayor of her small town where she, or her town where she um, was a councilwoman speaking out. Everybody's saying this was a, just a bright light, lovely Christian young lady. She also preached for a Nigerian based uh, church group that she had belonged to and appeared to be the intended target. No obvious motive, no suspect in custody, etc. So very, very concerning here. And this is going viral. So we're following that story for you. As well, we also have we also have uh, in the news today, you know, so much about carjackings, more carjackings in the city of Philadelphia. We have a stabbing right at Eighth Street, Eighth and you know Market Street, on the platform on the SEPTA platform. Twenty-two year old man killed, stabbed to death, and that investigation is continuing. So much in the news, but I, I want to begin with a follow up on Port, Port Richmond residents. I can't even imagine this after, and we have not just the Port Richmond, remember it was thought to be some kind of a, a gas leak explosion. There were initial investigations, and there's another gas leak in the suburbs I want to get to in a moment. But listen to the latest on the Port Richmond residents still, still after all these, you know, all these weeks searching for answers after that horrible explosion. 
Yeah, victims of last month's explosions say people are breaking into their damaged homes. They tell us two people were arrested last night for breaking into and squatting in their house. It's just one of the concerns they discussed last night at a community meeting. Their other hot topic, of course, the cause of that explosion. They say utility companies and the fire marshal haven't come up with the why behind what happened on New Year's Day. Because they don't know who's to blame, their insurance companies won't pay yet, so their homes sit boarded up and empty. It's hard to forget these images on your screen here. It was about 3 a.m. on New Year's Day when that explosion rocked the whole block. Five people were hurt, and now 20 to 25 people are not able to live in their homes. Community advocates are frustrated that as they work to get answers, now they're dealing with crime, too. Can I afford to fix my house? Now you got to worry about somebody breaking into your house. No, no, I mean, come on, somebody, just reach out. Give us an answer. Help us. To deal with crime, police say they will be patrolling the area regularly. Neighbors tell us they have heard from several utility groups. So far, each group says their systems were working fine. So the mystery into what did cause this continues. Live in the studio, Brenna Wyke, NBC 10 News. Just so unfortunate. All and right, so Brenna, we know that the there are, we can cut it off there. Uh, we know that five people were injured when that explosion rocked that 3500 block of Miller Street on January 1st. Two homes just demolished, just leveled, destroyed, and then a third had to be torn down afterward. We know that at least two dozen people are still, still right now, displaced all this time later. And the cause, the insurance companies, you know, that's the question. And if you don't have the official cause, it impacts, no doubt, your level, your insurance. And so people just battling on all of these levels and really feel forgotten. So we'll continue with that one. I do want to take you to one of the top stories this morning. We'll get into the Biden stuff, whether it's President Biden, Hunter Biden. There are so many new developments there. But listen into this report on the stabbing. And I just want to put it in this context. This was not you know, a late night situation. This is somebody on a platform during the dinner hour when a lot of people have left work, are traveling right on the platform, a brutal stabbing. And we don't have a lot of details on this one. Certainly, they're they're putting out the surveillance images to catch this killer who's on the loose. And we don't know the motive. We don't know if this person was was targeted. Was this some kind of a, rap, a random robbery situation? But think about this when we talk about school children, because in Philadelphia, many high schoolers, for example, rely on SEPTA to get to and from school. They don't provide busing. And so if you're a parent or a caregiver, right, and you think about all the school kids who, you know, they have after-school activities, what have you, and they're relying on SEPTA because they get those tokens and so on, think about now the ramifications of this. It's it's just one more layer I want to put in there before you hear the story of this investigation because we're talking about kids already. I mean, how many days do I talk about, I mean, I would say three out of five days, I'm talking about some level of a shooting. It was just a shutdown this week, earlier this week, where the school had to be shut down. Why? Or I should say shelter in place because there was a, a shooting nearby. And and so you think about what kids just trying to go to school or trying to be in school, trying to learn all of the levels. And then, you know, we're coming out of the mandates post-pandemic, et cetera. So with that context, here's the latest on this SEPTA deadly attack. 
Yeah, so this is yet another violent incident on SEPTA's transit system, and this time it happened in the heart of Center City and also during the peak of rush hour yesterday. But as you mentioned, police do have that still, that surveillance picture of the suspect, hoping they can use that to try to track him down. Happened yesterday either on the platform or near the stairwell. That's where blood was found, near 8th and Market. That's the 8th and Market L stop. Around 6 o'clock yesterday, police say the 22-year-old victim got into some kind of argument with the suspect you see here. The attacker seen wearing this blue and red puffy coat. Now, the victim was rushed over to Jefferson Hospital, where he died from two stab wounds to the chest. While the suspect, police say, ran off, has not been found yet. However, SEPTA officers in that area say they're quite familiar with him and know who he is. They see him in the area on a regular basis, and they are familiar with him. So we're pretty confident that since we see him on a regular basis, we're going to be able to identify him and take him into custody, hopefully soon. So that's good news. But what, what in fact, was the motive? And if they knew about this person, how and why wasn't this person, why was this person on the loose? So a lot of questions, a lot of concern in the community. All right. I want to get to what we now know with Hunter, Hunter Biden and the headlines are that he's demanding a criminal probe into Trump and Trump's allies, who he's claiming had this access to his laptop. This is craziness, and we should not tolerate it. That, that you have somebody who's under investigation, multiple layers, obviously with the IRS, with the baby. This all started, why? Not just with a laptop, but with the baby mama. Remember, this is the son of the president who it was denying that he had a child, a little girl, with a woman he had a relationship with. And she took him to court for what? Child support. And he said, that's not my child, and refused to help her out financially. So she had to take him to court. And in court, then the judge ordered that the the baby mama, you know, was right. They would have to have a paternity test. Well, it was a lie that he was not the father. In fact, it proved that, yes, Hunter Biden, you are the baby daddy. You are the father. And therefore, you got to pay up and pay child support. Now, had he just said, yes, of course, taking responsibility as a man, as a father, to say, yes, I'm going to, I'm going to, of course, support you. That's the right thing to do instead of being a deadbeat dad. And he's a wealthy guy and a successful guy. And he's a lawyer. He's an attorney, right? Clearly, He's made a ton of money, as we well know, but this all started, why? Because because of a guy who is basically a deadbeat dad and refused to pay child support for his baby. That's, that's think, think about that. That's at the root of that. If, it, if this guy, and I'm just going to put this out there, had just taken care of his responsibilities and at least financially support his own daughter, had he taken care of his own laptop, which he left, he deserted at a local Wilmington little mom and pop computer fix it shop, had he just taken care of it and taken care of his responsibility, we wouldn't even know about all this stuff. And that's the, the what is to me the, the ironic part of all of this that nobody ever really talks about because this guy's a hot mess, <laughs> just a hot mess. Well, now his attorneys are asking state in Delaware, as well as federal agencies, 
to investigate this computer repair shop owner as well as, and by the way, the repair shop owner, as you know, you've heard him on with Rich Scioli, and now Rich wants to have the speaker series with him. Uh, he also is naming, his attorneys naming Rudy Giuliani and other political figures, which CNN labels, by the way, as quote-unquote right-wing political figures. This is how, you know, the bias in media, they're saying, oh, right-wing political figures being called out by, ha ha just they might as well just have little angels come out when they talk about Hunter Biden with their bias. They're so just ah, thick with it. But in any event, they are claiming the Biden Hunter Biden attorneys claiming that uh, all of these so-called right wing political figures are involved in disseminating the contents of his laptop. In other words, let's just interpret that in the way it should be reported. This is a move by Hunter Biden and his attorneys to silence or stifle any whistleblower. That, that's what this is about. This repair shop owner, and, and we've gone through this, had every right to say, hey, you know, my policy is after 100 days or how many ever days, this was a very long period of time. If you don't pick up your item, you no longer own it. You sign that. And by the BTW, you know, Hunter Biden has admitted it's his laptop. And it's his signature, right? So, but now the the claim here is that they all committed uh, computer and other criminal violations in their efforts to quote weaponize the laptop contents against his father, Hunter's father, the president. So, first of all, there is, there are letters to the Delaware Attorney General, also to the Justice Department's National Security Division, and to the IRS. So this is a new strategy, but it's marking the first time that President Joe Biden's son and the legal team here are publicly acknowledging that indeed it was his personal data that was purported to be found on that laptop left at that Delaware repair shop. So we have an admission within this, right? Because they have to admit that, yeah, it is my computer. All this time he's really been denying or or carefully wording or skirting the issue. But this is their this is their new strategy. It's aggressive. And essentially the strategy is, well, I'm going to blame you, blame the other side, and hope the media helps out in this. And um, the strategy is to silence any whistleblower. And we know that the owner of that that small little laptop shop had to cl- was forced to close up the shop, has claimed that he was intimidated by many different individuals and moved out of Delaware. But this is a huge change in strategy. And will it be a losing strategy by Hunter Biden and by his new lawyers? It's a new legal team. So he's making it political and he's naming Trump and he's, he's naming Giuliani, trying to sort of stir up that, oh, these are partisan attacks. There's nothing behind this. And in the reports, I'm just going to ask you throughout the day, throughout the rest of the week, you know, just listen in as to whether you hear anybody saying that a lot of this is rooted in the fact that he left his laptop in that Delaware shop. He signed a a certain agreement that says you agree to pick it up in a timely manner, pay for it. And if you don't pick it up, ultimately, the repair shop's not going to keep it indefinitely, right? Number one. And number two, they don't mention that the IRS situation, all those legal battles are rooted out of what happened with the 
with his little girl, with his own daughter, who's now, I think she's now three or four years old. I've seen pictures of her. She's a beautiful little girl. He doesn't even acknowledge her. So, dude, if you weren't a deadbeat dad or if you picked up your own computer from the fix-it shop where you dropped it off, you wouldn't be in all this heat. But, you know, if you if you look at the way CNN reported, reports it, it's, oh, those Republicans, those right-wingers. It's amazing. I will also tell you that Biden's lawyer, Hunter Biden's lawyers uh, sent out a cease and desist letter to Fox News, as well as the network's host, Tucker Carlson. This just happened yesterday, calling for the retraction of a story that was broadcast on Carlson's show that Biden's team says is false. So CNN is, re- is reporting that they reached out to Fox for comment, but I guess Fox, you know, they didn't get back to CNN. Also, to Delaware Attorney General Kathy Jennings, Hunter Biden's attorneys accused the computer repair shop owner, John Paul Mac Isaac, of unauthorized access of the laptop and then distributing its contents to the New York Post for a story that was published in the weeks before the 2020 election. Is this, is this thick with irony right here? By the way, they're not mentioning the fact that Twitter and other social media apparently had stifled the story, had buried the story. And, uh, and that's amazing too. It didn't get out in the 2020 election because why? Twitter, in fact, had done their little secretive little algorithms that we're still learning about. But in any event, Mac Isaac has said in a memoir and media interviews, including with our very own Rick Zioli, I think Zioli was one of the first to actually interview with Mac Isaac, who at the time had, that's when we learned he had actually been run out of Delaware with his family and had lost so much and is apparently now still being intimidated, doesn't have a lot of money for lawyers and this and that to fight all this. But in any event, um, he, he said he received a laptop at his store from Hunter Biden back in 2019. So they're calling it a, a dirty trick, and that's one of the things that, you know, Mac Isaacs, um, in, in, they're saying he's he's being reckless, he's being unlawful. But I, I'm pretty sure that we have the, co- the um, photos of that contract that Hunter Biden signed when he turned over his laptop to get fixed. It's also asking for an investigation into Garrett Ziegler. And I mentioned John Paul MacIsaac, Robert Costello, Rudy Giuliani, and Steve, and Steve Bannon as well. So now MacIsaac, who has an attorney, Robert, uh, or excuse me, Brian Della Roca, and he confirmed receipt of the letter, says that after reading the letter, um, all he saw was a, quote, privileged person hiring yet another high-priced attorney to redirect attention away from his own unlawful actions. That's from, that is from Mac Isaac's attorney. So that's his response. Um, and they're calling it, you know, legally frivolous. But it's getting all the headlines. The Justice Department, which is normal, they usually decline comment. And they continue to, as well as the IRS. I don't have, I, I'm not seeing the Delaware Attorney General's office returning any comments either, which is standard. I mean, government, usually government investigators, they're not going to talk. But as far as the private attorney, that's the only one we have 
Um, that's the only one we have a comment from. <sighs> we'll continue this conversation. You can tell me what you think about it. But remember that up until now, um, and I believe we have a CBS interview that maybe we've aired even, maybe we have audio that we can find. But as I recall, Hunter Biden had said a year or two ago when he was asked about it that it could have been hacked. Uh, maybe it was mine. Maybe it was Russian intelligence or something of that nature. So this is the first time that we, in fact, have the admission that, yes, this was Hunter Biden's laptop. So at least we have that going for us. We've got a bit of truth. The story and the saga continues, but I always want to point out that media bias, whether what it what is being reported or what's being omitted, which is just as much a bias. So let's listen in to Hunter Biden. This was a 2021 CBS interview while promoting, you know, his memoir. Listen in now. Here's Hunter Biden speaking. Was on. that your laptop? For real? I don't know. I know, but, but you know that's is, this. Is I really a, don't know. Okay. The answer is that's you don't know yes or no if the laptop. I don't have was any yours. idea. I have no idea. So could or not. have been yours. Of course, certainly. It, 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 there could be a laptop out there that was stolen from me. There could be that I was hacked. It could be that that was the that it was Russian intelligence. It could be that it was stolen from me. What a joke! It's just a joke. It's all. It's. It's amazing to me that the mainstream media, the way that this is being put out there, the way that this is being reported is often not professional and not appropriate. Now to Catherine Herridge and, and others, Catherine Herridge, as you may remember, she was with Fox, stolen away by CBS, and she has led many investigations on this. So kudos to her. And a few like her, Miranda Devine has reported on this as well. New York Post, of course, broke the story, but then was oppressed and suppressed and called out by social media before, of course, Elon Musk is exposing all of that. The drama continues as well as the controversy, and it's a local story, and we are live and local just for you. Dawn Show, 855-839-1210. Let me know your thoughts on all of this and all the day's news continues right after this shock and concern in one local community after learning that a local councilwoman beloved in her new jersey community 30 years young killed during a shooting outside her home last night sayerville councilwoman eunice dwum republican 30 years old and described by all accounts, this has gone viral, as just a dedicated member of the community, of their borough council, committed to serving people. I know their mayor, Victoria Kilpatrick, um, had spoken out. This is Middlesex County. The prosecutor's office confirms it. I know that uh, New Jersey Globe reporter David uh, Wildstein is was reporting on this and talking about it as well. It's an active investigation. We don't know if this was, was it some kind of attempted carjacking? What was the motive? And I, I just have to say, I know that the New York times I see also has picked this story up as it's a huge story, but why there's not more media attention on a 30 year old Christian African-American woman gunned down in her community. Why is that? Where's the Reverend L. Sharpton on this one? Where is, you know, where is the community on this one? 
And I, I just have to ask the question, is, is this, could this be because there's an R behind this young woman's name that it's not getting as much coverage as I would expect, as we should expect? You know, this is a high-profile elected official in New Jersey who is attacked, uh, you know, shot, gunned down as she's right in front of, right near her home. What's up with that? Why wouldn't it get more coverage? I'm, I'm just asking. I'm putting this out there. Uh, we have. We also know that she was uh, known for speaking out as a, a Christian and pastored within her church. So very active and beloved member of her community and well-known, certainly in this region. So um, what was going on here, I, I don't know. And it's an active investigation. The mayor and many in the town calling it a despicable criminal act. So hopefully there is a, a news conference as they're updating us on the situation with a violent kill, killer out there, um, you know, attacking and we don't know. That's the other piece of this. Was she being targeted or was this some kind of a, a random carjacking situation? I, I don't have many clues or answers for you. I can only tell you that in my humble opinion, I, this kind of story um, should be getting more coverage. Let's just put it that way. All right. We will turn to some lighter, brighter news. We have stories of, uh, uh, is there, will there be a Super Bowl, a very famous Super Bowl baby? We'll talk about that one. And we'll talk about why. Why is it that there's a big snow day coming up? Snow day? We love snow days. But why, how can we schedule a snow day? And a snow day delay coming up Monday morning, February 13th. No, it's not a holiday. February 20th, the following Monday is President's Day. So what's upcoming the day before Valentine's Day? And do you support it? We'll talk about that and so much more just ahead right here on The Dawn Show. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. I'm getting all ready for the big night. It's not only Punxsutawney Phil Day. It's Parks Day. Groundhog Day, we're going to celebrate at 
Club 360 Parks Casino. I'll do my little comedy debut. My hubby, Larry Menti. He's a great comedy writer, so he and he's done stand-up before. So anyway, it's going to be fun. We're going to have a great time. Hope to see you tonight. Groundhog Day. I don't know if you believe in Groundhog Day or not, because after all, Punxsutawney fell. He's a cute little rodent. Um, but he, he saw his shadow early this morning. I get a kick out of it. I love, I love the movie Groundhog Day. I just think it's a classic for sure. But listen in, this is Pennsylvania. I mean, people get tickets for this. Um, oh yeah. Right. Governor I mean, Josh I, Shapiro was there. I went to, uh, IUP for a little bit out Wait, there. Wait, you've done this. Yeah. So it's kind of like there's a Punxsutawney campus. So people just drink. And like cheer on the groundhog, and it's uh, it's quite the sight to see. But here's some of uh, here's live sound from uh, there. This was about I think eight thirty in the morning, right around there. But here we go. Phil, 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 Phil. Punxsutawney Phil, ladies and gentlemen. Phil doesn't look happy. <laughs> the prognosticators are just poor mistreating him. See, I'm amazed at this, and since Anthony Dorenzo has firsthand experience, but... For but two above th- all else, oh, sorry. I see a shadow on my stage. And so, no matter how you measure, it's six more weeks of winter weather. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's such a weird thing. It really is. <laughs> 39% accuracy. Here's here's what I'm going to say. Today I'm looking at this, and I think of our you know politically correct, crazy times that we live in. And I'm looking at this, and I think, wow, I, when does woke come after Groundhog Day? Because if you look at the crowd, <laughs> you know what I'm going to say, don't you, Anthony? <laughs> look at the crowd. What do you see, Ant? Do you see diversity, equity, and inclusion? I mean, it's central Pennsylvania. Like, what, are we, what do you see? What are we expecting? <clears throat> what do you see? Um, cis white men. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> <laughs> These are, yeah, so they're, they're white dudes in their white dude club with their top hats. Yeah, the prognosticators. Right? Yeah, they do. I mean, it does give off that a little bit, gives off that vibe a little bit. And and so I just thought this morning, I thought, oh, woke is coming for you guys. Just wait. Has PETA ever... Well, that's... I was actually okay. thinking that exact same thing. You has were? P, has PETA come out? I'm sure PETA has gone after them. I, I'll, I'll look that up right now. Is so that I, groundhog a male or female? Yeah. Uh, right. <laughs> well, and that's the other piece of it. So where's PETA, A? Where are the woke folks saying that where's the diversity, equity, inclusion, and all this and that? And then on top of it, to your point, Phil, what if they came out and said Phil is really a female female groundhog who's in the LGBTQIA animal whatever kingdom? Yes. Why can't we call it, call it Philomena? Why can't we do that? You know, you're, you're, you're probably giving these people a bunch of ideas right now. They're probably sitting there going, wow, you know what? I think we got a plan here. I was listening to this woman on the radio this morning talking about how we can mess up Groundhog Day. Why don't we do that? Yeah. I'm sorry. Wow. Great advice from the Dawn Stensland show right now. Let's please. wreck it for next year. I'm on uh, the PETA website. Uh, their yeah. big headline, Animals Are Not Ours. And they have a 
whole article page saying this Groundhog Day say no to cruel holiday displays, and they expand on uh, shy, sensitive prey animals who react poorly when in front of raucous crowds. Um, and apparently there was an incident in 2015 uh, where a groundhog bit a mayor's ear at the Sun Prairie Groundhog Day <laughs> in Wisconsin. So they go into all of the reasons why it's a bad idea uh, if you wanted to check that out. That is so – it actually bit somebody? <laughs> yes, yes. Whoa, what, and they're what a little feisty, mean? I guess. I don't – I mean, there's apparently, according to the article as well, uh, they're supposed to be in hibernation around this time of year. So that could be a big part of the quote-unquote stress-induced uh, behavior that you can see uh, during some of these type of events. And see, if they're supposed to be in hibernation, that would make sense to me as to how a tradition came about back in 1887 – because maybe somebody said, hey, if it comes out early, uh, you know, I bet you it wasn't even a shadow. Yeah, that's a good point. It, yeah. it pro- right? Well, it turns into a whole thing then, you know, yeah. like the tradition. But Misinf- It was the beginning of disinformation. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> yes, it probably yeah. was if it comes out of hibernation early, that's a sign that it'll be an early spring. And then some disinfo, I don't know, came out and said, oh, it saw its shadow. That's the ticket. No ding ding. It, it came out early out of hibernation because animals are smarter than all of us. Anyway, I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting for the, for somebody to notice. Hopefully they don't notice because these guys, they live for this, right? They're having a good time and they're like in a club, right? What's the club called? Anthony, you, uh, you've reported I know it's, on it. I know it's the pride. They call themselves the prognosticators. Let me find what's the, what's the group. So these dudes, and we just all we need is one prognosticator who's in the LGBTQ plus community, and then they will love every like the media will be live and they'll love this whole group. They're called the inner circle, the prognosticators. That's what they call themselves. Oh, my God. The inner circle. I mean, just the the name alone is enough right now to get the picket signs out there. Oh, my. You're called the inner circle? Oh. Oh, Down with the inner circle. Down with the inner circle. Down with. I can see it next year, and everybody's going to just sit there, and they're all going to blame you. Sounds like a globalist group or something. The inner circle. (laughs) Overseeing Pugsatawdy Phil. Aren't they the... Aren't they the group that sang uh, the cops theme, Inner Circle? Isn't that the name of the group, I think? Sang the theme, the cops? Ah, could be. I don't know. There could be a tie (laughs) here. There could be a tie to all this. We're stirring the pot. Of course we are. We're just stirring the pot. (laughs) If I'm a PR person for this group and somebody calls and says, excuse me, do you have any diversity, equity, and inclusion? And I would say, absolutely. Absolutely. You see see those people that you... You've misidentified and misgendered. They're all, they identify as females and they're totally in the, <laughs> they're in the community. And how dare you misgender them? I like you. how you imitate those mo- millennials. Like, by oh my God. Like, I can't believe it. Like, I'm I can't believe this. it. And like, you know, and like this woman just gave us a really good idea because it's just so vulgar. <laughs> and I'm just, I'm just very, very upset by this. Oh my God. What a great idea. <laughs> I feel attacked. <sighs> well, you know what is truly a great idea? Because, you know, the new year is here. Punxsutawney Phil just saw his shadow. What a great time to find that new or certified luxury vehicle you've been wanting. My friends from the Piazza Premium Automobiles, they're, they're always here for you. And they're going to help you in your unique vehicle search. 
and it's across the tri-state region. Yeah, that's right. The Piazza Premium Family featuring dealerships across Pennsylvania, Delaware, and now New Jersey. Their newest location, Mercedes-Benz of Atlantic City. So find your Land Rover, your Jaguar, your Porsche, your Alfa Romeo, Maserati, or Mercedes-Benz at PiazzaPremiumAutos.com and make 2023 a premium year with the help of of PiazzaPremiumAutos.com, P-I-A-Z-Z-A, PiazzaPremiumAutos.com. Please always make sure you tell them Dawn sent you. It's a big night tonight. Got my blowout yesterday. Hair's all done. Excited for parks? You excited for parks? Of course. All right. Of course. I'm ready. 360. It's going to be good. Got some surprises. I'm ready Um, for some dinner. I'm hungry already. Yeah? Yeah. Probably check out uh, Liberty Bell. Yeah, Chickies. I don't know. There's a lot of good places there. I know. It's so much fun. And I love the beer garden, too. Yeah, that is. And I mean, the sports book is, come on. I mean, it's awesome. They have so many TVs. It's a great place to watch a game if you haven't been. That's true. I didn't know they had a karaoke night on Thursday night. <laughs> oh, that's dangerous. So maybe, I don't know, we'll do You're going to stick around till 4 a.m. Yeah. Do a, yeah. <laughs> do a and karaoke. we'll go over and do some... I love... Greg, I, I can't love, talk on the air. Yeah. I was doing karaoke. <laughs> I love karaoke. So what song will you pick? What will you sing very well? What do you sing very well, by mm, the way? I could... I probably... I love the oldie, the the oldies, okay. some of them. Okay. So I might... I don't know. I would probably choose... Um, I might do a little Elvis. Okay, that's good. A little I Shania, like a little country. I could see that, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if you want me to sing. I will survive. <laughs> Gloria Gaynor, that's a big one. Everybody loves yeah, She has a be gorgeous. I don't go. I don't have her voice. My gosh. Yeah, you need well, some pipes for ne- that. Neither does anybody else. I hand the microphone over to them <laughs> DJing. But it doesn't stop them when they're, when they're drinking. I used that's to true. like to sing Frank Sinatra songs. I don't know where I got the... Nerve at a Christmas party to get up and sing Summer Wind one day, but it was a big hit. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. But you have a great voice too, Jimmy. Nah, I have a horrible voice. <laughs> That's why I play drums. I, I just, you know. I love it. Well, you know, one of the stories, one of the fun stories that I had seen was the story of, you know, because everybody's talking about the Kelsey brothers, the Battle of the Brothers, and then they came out on their podcast. They were saying, no, 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 there are so many great players don't it's not don't make it all about the kelseys and then his mom donna she's all over the place but then we learn that jason kelsey's wife kylie her ba- their their third child the baby is due right around the super bowl she could go into labor february 12th and would ha- then give birth to a super bowl baby how amazing is that that's i mean that's just storybook right there especially for the yeah, kelsey that's really cool you could make that a halftime show. Her giving birth to the baby. Nah, you know, nobody like, wants to see the birth. No, nobody wants. Baby to, I didn't say show the birth. I said you just, you know. Let Nobody's me tell you something that. right now. Jason Kelsey's wife was about ready to give birth. <laughs> you could see the head. You could see the feet, and it's brought to you by Cooper Hospital. <laughs> as long as you say that she's a pregnant person, nobody has a problem. Exactly. With it, right? Yes. Yes. Um, where do we want to go here, Anthony? 
Um, I mean, we could we could hear from Donna Kelsey if you want to go there. We have some audio from her. She was with uh, the Today Show today, um, and uh, obviously getting all the press. I think she's the biggest winner of the Super Bowl, no matter what happens. So I think it's great they celebrate a super mom on Super Bowl. Yeah, Isn't I mean, I'm I'm right? sure this is right up your alley because it's your you know football mom. Yeah, you've been around her your whole life. I mean, I mean. Imagine if your kids were were playing against each other on the biggest stage. It's just it's a it's a huge accomplishment. It is no matter what happens uh, on the field. But here's uh, some of what Donna said today. Kelsey, with us this morning. Let's just get it out of the way. Are you rooting for any particular team in the Super Bowl? Absolutely, the offense. <laughs> uh, Every well, smart. Somebody has the ball. <laughs> yeah, well said, Mom. Since both of your boys play offense, how does it feel to be you right now? You're the only mother ever to have two it's sons true. in the Super Bowl facing each other. Well, you knew it was going to happen eventually to somebody because there are so many brothers in the NFL right now that are playing at a very high level. It just you know, happen to be that we were the lucky ones first. So I think it's probably going to be more and more prominent. I mean, for you as, as a mom, you've spent just, I would imagine, countless hours watching your sons play football growing up. And here they are at the apex of it uh, in less than two weeks. Is this a dream come true for you or are you going to be nervous as, as, as all get out? Yeah. No, th- I, I'm a true fan of football. This is going to be so awesome. They've already got the first win under their belts, so this is going to be just pure joy. I mean, we're going to really enjoy this, um, have a great time. Obviously, there's going to be somebody that's going to go home heartbroken, but uh, they won't have the you know bragging rights at the Thanksgiving table. But, uh, you know, this is going to be an awesome event, and I'm really looking forward to it. Well, tell us about these boys of yours. I mean, do they have that sibling rivalry? Are they competitive at all? Oh jeez. Um, yeah, there were a lot of a lot of fights, a lot of, you know, I mean, it was just everything was a competition. It was a competition to see who could get to the table first, who could get in the front seat of the car. This is just it's just typical sibling rivalry. They egged each other on. Travis was always trying to, you know, um get at his older brother to pay attention to him so you know there were a lot of fights so it's just that's the way boys are (laughs) i love it i love the celebration of football of boys who play football of the mom i like everything about the story and it doesn't fit i know it does not fit the narrative that sometimes we see and that's part of what i love about it i definitely would have asked her you know what she what she fed them for breakfast. What, what did they have for breakfast? I would love to know that. Nutrition, protein. Was she always trying to get them that extra protein? What, were they really big eaters? What was their favorite dinner? I would have gone with the food angle as well. But I think it's just, it's wonderful to see a great mom and family. And when she talks about, you know, just experiencing the joy, it's pure joy. And she's obviously such a proud mom. And the fact that she's making history. How cool is that? I mean, all of it is, is to me, it's awesome. So, love you. I think that, let's just be honest, Travis is the lesser brother. <laughs> That's not fair. He's the lesser. He was the more well-known one before the Eagles Travis? won. He not was. To me. Well, yeah, to us, name. to us. I'm just saying he was the more well-known player Why before the Eagles. Well, before the Eagles won the Super Bowl. Not that Kelsey, obviously we knew Kelsey. I'm just saying nationwide. Right. 
because uh, just because Travis plays with Mahomes, who's oh, you know, whatever. Everyone loves Mahomes. Yeah, so. blah 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 blah. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. No, I just think it, we're. You know, I don't want to jinx it. We'll talk about Mayor Jim Kenny and why he is being bashed with regard to what he said about the Eagles and the Super Bowl. We'll talk about that moving forward for sure. Um, but I do want to remind you tonight. Do I need to talk about parks here? Yeah. Anthony? Yeah, yeah. So I want to talk about parks tonight. Parks Casino 360. This is your final chance. I, I'm not, I, I hope I'm not wrong here, but I think there might be maybe one or two tickets left. Yeah, on they're the low. Get on there if you haven't. It's, so I don't uh, know. Parks.com slash entertainment and then just go to Club 360. You'll see Joe Conklin and yeah. click that. Parkscasino.com, P-A-R-X. So it, we're going to have fun tonight. The doors open at 7. I'll be there right at 7, maybe a little bit earlier. Joe Conklin's comedy night. Joe Conklin is so funny. MC Mike Baldini is going to be there. He always kicks up. He's the most limber man in America, I always say. But we're going to have fun. Double Trouble, Two Funny Ladies, Showtime, Dry Bar Comedy, Julia Scotty, special guest, Anita Wise. Tickets, 20 bucks, and that includes your first drink. And I'll see you there tonight. You must be 21. Gambling problem, please. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.